Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 133. It is Friday today. Gorgeous outside. We have this beautiful blue sky with white puffy clouds. And I took a picture this morning of the sunrise that is simply stunning. And also it dropped about 30 degrees. (laughs) So it's chilly. It is chilly outside. But so pretty. So pretty. I arrive just buzzing with energy and excitement and joy. It has been such a beautiful week of really feeling the power of this new moon and Aquarius energy and this idea of something new being formed. You know, the healing has begun, all of us in this potluck together. I mean, everything has just been weaving into a really beautiful landing where all possibilities are opening up in ways we hadn't perhaps expected or have been hoping for, <laughs> but we haven't seen yet. And then this morning when I opened up a message from a friend, there was a link to the Gene Keys. And so I went to the Gene Keys and I am in love <laughs> with today's post. Um, the Gene Keys has a, a thing that they put out they call the Pulse. And it's just this beautiful image with some phrases. So I'm going to read what it says and then I'm going to actually do a reading from the gene key that they talk about in this image. Um, I encourage you to look at either the gene keys on Instagram or look at my Instagram. I reposted it or on Facebook and see the image and, and feel into what they are sharing with us because it's so big and so beautiful. And you know in the podcast I've been saying I don't know how it's all going to happen but it is happening and I feel the power of lots of us talking about these changes and being so excited for them to happen and all of that energy is creating a momentum that's just going to carry us into this rebirth into this new way of being so here's what it says it says we simply can't comprehend the vastness of the change that's coming gene key 49 rebirth and then he says The pulse from the 8th of February to the 13th of February, the 49th gene key moves from the shadow of reaction to the Siddhi of rebirth, and it's the way of revolution, changing the world from the inside. The future human, the Trivian human, will look to us like an awakened genius, and there will be thousands and thousands of us. Such a fellowship will change structures all across the planet, replanting our world with new systems that are hyper-efficient that save energy, time, money, and needless suffering. The new human is a recycling center on every level. For any of you, this is a side note, for any of you who have ever listened to my podcast or meditations, I have been talking about this idea of humans being a recycling station, a power plant, where we send energy to the earth and receive energy from the earth, and we literally change the structure of ourselves and of the earth and heal 
by connecting the energy. And he says it here, the new human is a recycling center on every level. We recycle emotion, suffering, and toxin. And the earth has a lot of toxin, I would add, and so do humans. <laughs> We've created a huge amount of toxic material that won't naturally biodegrade. We're going to find new ways to return these materials back to their natural states. In this sense, we'll become reverse alchemists so that we can clean up the mess we've made of Gaia. The 49th way, the Siddhai of Rebirth from Richard Rudd. Oh, I am so in love with Richard Rudd and his book and all that he holds and shares. And so I arrive, <laughs> so excited to read this to you. It's not a very long gene key, so we'll just see how long it takes, but it is super packed with great information. So uh, receive what you receive in this first hearing of it. You may come back and listen to it a couple other times and hear more. It is a gift to receive what he is transmitting, and so I honor this work so deeply as I share it with you. All right, 49th Gene Key. The shadow is reaction. As we evolve out of the shadow, we move into the gift, which is revolution. And as we evolve from the gift into this mastery, the Siddhai, it is rebirth. Changing the world from the inside. The 49th Shadow of Reaction, Reaping the Whirlwind. Here in the 49th shadow, we find the sleeping genetic trigger for the process that begins our collective ascent to higher consciousness. In the greater percentage of human beings, this trigger is dormant, ensuring that the frequency passing through our genetics remains consistent and stable. In other words, asleep. <laughs> in order for a human being to awaken to a higher reality, this trigger or switch lying in the 49th shadow must be activated. When this occurs, the first stages of evolution begin inside you as an acute change in your emotional patterns. As we look further into the 49th gene key, we will examine this early awakening process in more depth. But before we can journey to that point, we must first understand what it is that keeps us from evolving and how widespread this phenomenon is. The 49th shadow of reaction is one of the most powerful of all the 64 shadows in terms of how it governs human behavior. Unless there is some glimmer of awareness in the shadow, your raw emotions will absolutely rule your life and the decisions that shape your life. For many generational cycles, this part of your DNA has been slowly and steadily evolving. In its rawest form, it manifests as the ability to emotionally cut yourself off from others. Although, as we learn at the higher frequencies, this notion that you can be emotionally separate from another person is one of the great human illusions. Originally, its more ancient purpose was to enable us to kill both the creatures around us and each other. Until relatively recently, we needed to kill animals in order to survive. Human survival is generally based on efficiency, and that used to mean that the quickest way to feed yourself, especially if you were an early nomadic culture, was to kill whatever animals were in your vicinity. However, as we settled into communities and developed a more agrarian lifestyle, we found other means of feeding ourselves that provided more security in the long term. Nowadays, it is perfectly possible for human beings to survive indefinitely on a purely vegetarian diet. With our settling into communities and tribes based around a more agricultural lifestyle, the 49th gene key continued to evolve. In many ways, it has made us more sensitive to our environment and to each other. However, 
This gene key has only evolved so far. The more tribal your community, the greater is the fear for your safety. The tribal gene pool by design is self-sustaining and is threatened by other gene pools. The darker side of the 49th shadow is its propensity to kill human beings who appear to be threatening. The more tribal your mentality is, the easier it is to emotionally detach from others. Therefore, what we see out of the shadow is the human tendency to view the outsider as inhuman in order that we can kill them. Today, some of the world has developed beyond the tribal gene pool mentality, but the greater proportion has not. The war that is currently raging across the world stage between the newly emerging global consciousness and the old traditional tribal ways is largely due to a collective mutation taking place within this 49th gene key. There are those who are sensitive to life and those who are not. And the gap between the two genetic groupings is ever widening. It is important to see clearly that there are insensitivities on both sides of the fence. The global consciousness can be highly insensitive to the tribal and vice versa. The social, political, and economic tie issues tied to this 49th shadow are extremely complex. One reason is that this shadow is also responsible for our most ancient spiritual beliefs and customs. It is out of our ability to kill that our most basic need for spirituality has arisen. The very principles, totems, and taboos of our tribal societies have evolved through the way we justify the killing of others. All these issues arise from our reaction to the other. Reaction is the key. One tribe reacts to another out of its emotional tribal identity and the result is a war. Reaction is an ancient tribal reflex that still dominates the world consciousness. Even those at the head of powerful Western governments are still usually governed by such emotional reflexes. At its source, all reaction comes from a one-sided, subjective belief founded upon the assumption of good and evil. As long as you see your own people as good and others as evil, you remain a prisoner of the 49th shadow. The 49th shadow and its spectrum of frequencies are genetically related directly to the all-important 55th shadow. These two gene keys share the same genetic codon group, known as the ring of the whirlwind which ties them intricately together at a chemical level. To understand the powerful mutative process that is currently occurring through this aspect of human DNA, one must also understand both of these gene keys. The mutation through the 55th gene key is manifesting through the individual, whereas the same energy passing through the 49th shadow is giving rise to a socio-political and economic revolution. In this respect, it is much easier for us to see the results of the mutation through the 49th shadow than it is through the 55th shadow. The former can be seen through the changes and indeed crises in our communities and the world headlines, where the latter is the quieter inner revolution that must be experienced in your own individual life. You can see the mutating nature of the 49th shadow most clearly through your relationships. All relationships connect us to the tribal consciousness of the planet. If you want to understand what is occurring to this aspect of world consciousness, look no further than your most intimate relationships. The 49th shadow is the shadow of reaction, and reaction cannot occur without a relationship. 
it is a knee-jerk response to an outer stimulus. The bedrock of the 49th shadow is the married couple. It is irrelevant whether or not you are married legally. What is important is that there exists an intimate emotional and sexual coupling. The power of the 49th shadow can be seen most clearly at an individual level through the constant reaction patterns that take place between the sexes, even in same-sex couples. These patterns are built into the matrix of the relationship, otherwise there would be no sexual fire to ignite the relationship in the first place. The fuel of reaction is the fear of rejection. Let me say that again. The fuel of reaction is the fear of rejection. This fear governs all emotional and sexual patterns at an unconscious level. The more sensitive you are, the nearer the fear is to the surface, which can be both a blessing and a curse. If you have some awareness, you may be able to see your own reaction patterns at work every time you have a disagreement with your partner. With a lot of awareness, you may even prevent yourself from reacting at all while still feeling the emotional charge racing through your body. At a genetic level, unity is seen through our connection to our wider family, community, or even our God. One of our greatest fears is of being severed from this feeling of unity. It is mirrored in an unconscious memory of being separated from our mother at birth, the deepest of all rejection. All of your unconscious reaction patterns are fed by this fear, and you can see how this leads to the fourth shadow of intolerance, the programming partner of this 49th shadow. Intolerance leads to reaction, and vice versa, because we cannot handle the amplitude of our emotional fear when it is triggered by another. This 49th shadow is a vestige of an age in which communities lived separately from each other and in fear of their survival. Naturally, many parts of the world still operate like this today. However, what we are seeing now is the emerging of an early form of global awareness that will eventually become more and more sophisticated and integrative. Behind the diversity of our tribal groupings, we are all, in fact, one single world tribe genetically sub-related to a single mitochondrial Eve. As our awareness penetrates down to this level, we will see a remarkable phenomenon, the merging of the collective view with the tribal view. On an individual level, the current mutation passing through the 49th shadow is changing the face of human relationships. It has always been said that our relationships are a mirror but it was not always understood to mean that they are a mirror of the world. As the new awareness center of the solar plexus begins to open its early petals, we will begin to stop the ancient reaction patterns in their tracks. We are learning not to react to our fear of rejection, and this fear is losing its grip on us. The new awareness that is coming will give us a physical and emotional knowing that we are interconnected through our auric field and that there is no possibility of rejection or abandonment. Our sensitivity will become incredibly refined. This will change everything in our societies and in our individual lives, but most of all in our relationship to each other. Once the trigger of awakening within the 49th shadow has been activated, which is now beginning, the process will precipitate a chain reaction, a genetic whirlwind that will shake the bedrock of human civilization to its rocks. 
So we move into the 49th gift of revolution. It says the silent revolution. As the higher frequencies penetrate the 49th shadow, we will move through a time of unprecedented change and upheaval. This is the gift of revolution. The 49th shadow will be the first aspect of the human shadow to mutate right down to the genetic level. The implications of this are huge because as fewer and fewer humans are victims of their emotional reactions, violence will rapidly decrease in the world. One also has to consider the environmental impact of this mutation occurring across all cultures. Men and women of peace are infiltrating all races more than ever before. The revolution is worldwide. It will continue to impact us as individuals through our relationships, which will in turn impact our families, communities, our nationality, and our entire identity as a species. I'm going to put a little note in here. On Tuesday's So Soul Stories, I demonstrated using my hands in this video how oneness looks when we start with the one of each of us individually becoming whole and how that bumps, awakens, <laughs> goes to all of those around us, which then ripples out to all of those around them. And so it was the same thing he's saying here, like it starts with one and then it goes out and it unites everybody. So watch the video if you haven't seen it yet and you'll see what I mean. All right, back to Richard Red. Revolution occurs whenever stagnant energy is brought into awareness. It is a direct result of your realizing that you are ill. Given the potential violence and intolerance within the 49th shadow, you can be sure that it will not let you go without a fight. There is a genetic revolution underway right now, and one of the first things it will do is throw out the old genetic material. One way to interpret this is that everything that is rotten in the 49th shadow will be brought up to the surface. Ouch. <laughs> when we view humanity from the level of our genetics, it allows us to look at things objectively without our conditioning and prejudices. It means that we can look at what is happening in the world and understand why things are occurring. This understanding is what enables us to overcome our tendency towards reaction. However, there is a very powerful force latent within the 49th gene key that must continue to find an outlet. The same energy that leads to killing at a low frequency retains its destructive capacity at a high frequency. At a high frequency, its purpose becomes the destruction of all things of a lower frequency. This is the ideal archetype of revolution. At a social and political level, revolutions bring a dream with them, and that dream is always to implement some form of radical change to government. Unfortunately, this invariably involves the destruction of all that came before, and usually all that was good about the old system is also destroyed. The purpose of the 49th gift, this is the gift of silent revolution, is to bring this explosive new energy and awareness into the world, not so much at an individual level, but at a collective and cultural level. Along with the 49th gift comes an enormous longing to reform the ineffective ways in which society operates. People strongly influenced by this gift are frequently involved in some form of interracial social reform. The 49th gift does not produce the kind of revolution that history is so often seen. It gives, birth, it gives birth to revolutionaries, not to reactionaries. 
this urge to improve the world is anchored in a deep understanding of the world. People with a 49th gene key in their hologenetic profile have a deep understanding of the limitations imposed upon civilization by our emotional inability to see beyond our tribal creeds. Their role is to assist in pulling down these old perspectives based upon fear and territory. However, while this gift seeks to throw out the old ways, it also understands that certain aspects of the past must be kept intact and nurtured to fulfillment. This 49th gift is a power that is already beginning to flood the awareness of many people across the globe. You can easily tell the difference between the reactionaries and the true revolutionaries. The reactionaries base their reforms on their anger and their fear, while the agents of the 49th gift are not victim to their old emotional prejudices. They do not provoke further reaction, but seek to resolve conflicts, and at the same time, implement radical changes and ideas based upon a grand vision of the future. The nature of the gift frequency is beyond fear and is anchored in a deep goodwill towards all creatures. Above all, the 49th gift understands how the current system works, which means it also understands how long it will take to change. The vision carried through the 49th gift is an imprint emerging from the collective unconscious and this deeply mystical truth is what unites all those working at the gift level. As more and more people either raise their frequency naturally or are born into future genetic vehicles in which the 49th shadow has been neutralized from birth, the world culture will begin to see the shape of these reforms spreading throughout our societies. However, this part of our world DNA is currently perhaps the most volatile battlefield for the global mutation that is occurring. There is so much fear stored in our DNA that it will all have to come out in the end. In our time scale, it may be some time before world culture begins to find a sense of calm, but when seen from a genetic evolutionary level, this change will occur in the blink of an eye. And now the 49th Sidai rebirth, the forking of the species. The 49th Siddhai represents a huge leap in consciousness because it engenders a state of mystical divorce. The shift in perspective from the 49th shadow to the 49th gift is vast, but the dimensional shift from the 49th gift to the 49th Siddhai is like moving into hyperspace. The very same energy configuration within our DNA that allows human beings to kill other life forms actually carries the impetus that will give birth to our total freedom. This is the deep chemical connection between the 55th Siddhai and the 49th Siddhai. Together, they create the rebirth of freedom, or the freedom of rebirth. These two gene keys are bonded together in the codon group known as the Ring of Whirlwind. It is the 49th Siddhai that will rebuild our world after the 49th gift has begun to disassemble it. To understand how this works, one has to see the limitation of the gift state of consciousness. At the gift level, the 49th gift of revolution is still prone to going around in circles. Once we have escaped the vibration of fear, our world will indeed be different. It will improve so greatly and so rapidly that it will make time itself dizzy. But a further secret lurks within your DNA, and a seed is here within you right now. The secret lies in the expression, mystical divorce. Revolutions, by the nature of their name, keep coming around, right? Revolve, revolutions. After the coming shift in consciousness, 
humanity will settle into a new pattern and a totally new cycle. The genetic filtering process that is just beginning will continue for many generations. For a new mutation to take hold of humanity, an immensely complex process has to take place. In genetics, certain genes appear to have an unmistakable effect on our behavior or phenotype, whereas others do not. Such genes are known as pen penetrant genes. The penetrants of the mutation in the codon relating to the 49th and 55th, 55th cities will be profound, and human behavioral patterns will shift dramatically. However, the means by which a mutation spreads throughout the entire gene pool of a single species is limited by many factors. Among them, the presence of recessive genes, genes which effectively slow down the spread of mutation. This suggests that it is highly unlikely such a mutation will overtake the whole human species. The most likely occurrence is that it will split our current species. To draw an analogy, <laughs> star just shook it all off. <laughs> to draw an analogy, it might be helpful to imagine the world 40,000 years ago, populated by two very different branches of hominid, Neanderthal man and Cro-Magnon man. Cro-Magnon man forms the earliest branch, known branch of Homo sapiens, whereas Neanderthal man is from a far older branch of the species, living as far back as 350,000 years ago. For unknown reasons, the older species, Neanderthal, became extinct. The 49th Sidae conceals an archetype that appears to be a part of all human evolution, that of rebirth. In other words, every once in a while, along the evolutionary chain, a new species is born out of the old species. In paleoanthropology, this is known as the Eve theory, or a single origin hypothesis. However, despite its origins, the new species, like the mythical phoenix, has nothing in common with its parent. It rises up out of the genetic material of the old and takes a whole new direction. This is the core of the 49th Sidae, and it is the meaning of the term mystical divorce. Revolutions keep going round at a certain level of frequency. But evolution is a spiral requiring sudden leaps. At such times, revolution gives way to rebirth. We have seen that the 49th gift is deeply concerned with the socio-political infrastructure of our civilization. The 49th Siddai brings some further insights to this. The first insight is that the world in its current form cannot be fixed, no matter how profound or far-reaching the revolution may be. The very bedrock of our modern society is founded upon a species that has always made, always made decisions rooted in fear. In this respect, the whole civilization is rotten from its core. The only way for a new future to be created is to begin from scratch. The 49th Siddai is harsh in this respect, but its sights are set upon a far distant goal, and that goal can only be accomplished with a new beginning, a rebirth. As the Siddai dawns, a new civilization will be built as the old one continues to crumble. Two types of human beings will coexist, and both will live from a totally different awareness. The old genetic fractal of humanity will still live from fear, so they will doubtless fear the changes that they see all around them. One can see the early form of this pattern occurring in the world even now. If all this is really the case, you may wonder, what are we to do as individuals? If such a rebirth is really on the cusp of occurring, and if the future is already genetically predetermined by a collective evolutionary urge, then does it matter what we each do at all? If even the most revolutionary of impulses cannot fix the current world, 
then what is the purpose of following our gifts? In many ways, this is one of the biggest questions posed by this book. The answer is as simple as it is profound. This evolutionary leap into a whole new way of functioning depends upon us following our gifts. If we cannot create the waves of the new revolution at all levels of society, then the rebirth that takes place at the zenith of consciousness in the realm of the Siddhis cannot take place. The rebirth is the organic flowering of the revolution. Just because we cannot fix the world as it is does not mean that we cannot make the world a better place. Our vision of the perfect future is precisely what creates the necessary frequency shift that will trigger the genetic forking of our species. It will happen because it must happen, but we must still create that happening. This is the paradox. Just as there is an evolutionary force pushing upwards within all matter, so there is an involutionary force working its way down from the realms of spirit towards the material plane. We can see this involutionary force clearly in the programming partner of the 49th Siddhi, the fourth Siddhi of forgiveness. Forgiveness is an energy frequency working its way down into form, clearing and releasing everything in its path. This genetic cleansing makes the rebirth of a new species possible. The entire realm of the Siddhis is the realm of rebirth. You cannot attain the Siddhic state of consciousness without being totally reborn. Every human being who has ever arrived at true enlightenment has experienced such a rebirth. The Siddhic state requires both a mystical and genetic divorce from that which came before. This is why those who have attained such, such, states are genetic <laughs> such states are genetic anomalies during this current stage of evolution. They are the rare flowerings of consciousness that occur as the early echoes of our future work, of our future, work their way down into human form. Let me say that again. They are the rare flowerings of consciousness that occur as the early echoes of our future work their way down into human form. They force the physical DNA to mutate prematurely in order that the human form can accommodate the future awareness. Such is their power. Because you are reading or listening to these words, you are potentially one of these early flowerings. Is that not a beautiful thing to ponder? Changing the world from the inside. The 49th Gene Key. <laughs> A reading by Viv of the powerful words transmitted from Richard Rudd. Such beauty to ponder. Thank you for tuning in to today's vibration.
Let's take this message of pure love out into all of our communities and continue expanding love here on Gaia. So much love from my heart to yours.